It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Thank you uh, to Ernie and uh, Coach uh, for uh, believing in me as a player and uh, wanting me here in D.C. And uh, also uh, shout out uh, to John, you know, for reaching out to me and, um, you know, asking me about joining this team and, you know, what we could accomplish, you know, together, uh, not only on the floor but in the, in the community. Uh, so I'm very excited, you know, uh, to, to be here. Uh, to be a part of uh, the Wizard family, but also to be in D.C. Um, I'm looking forward to this opportunity. I think we are going to have a a wonderful uh, season. Um, I think we are going to uh, really just shock a lot of people, and I think that uh, for me and the rest of this team and the organization, it's all about winning, and uh, that is our, our mindset. Uh, that's the, the only thing that, you know, us as players have been talking about, myself, coach, and also Ernie, is how we are excited about uh, turning, you know, things around here in, in D.C. and uh, just, just winning. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting out in the community. Um, and just being here in this city is, is amazing already. I feel like I'm at home. Uh, I have a lot of uh, friends and family here uh, who supported me since I've been in the NBA. And uh, I'm just extremely excited about this opportunity uh, to play uh, here in Washington. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I am Becca, and I am here with my co-host, Arthur. Arthur, how are you doing tonight? Good, Becca. How are you doing? I know you've had a long day covering the Dwight Howard press conference, so So very excited to hear that was. Yeah, I'm super excited. It was my first press conference ever, actually, and what better way to start your press conference series, I guess, 
just listening to Dwight Howard, I mean, it was just incredible. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, but hearing his opening remarks, he sounds pretty positive and excited to come to D.C. and everything's about winning. That's the main message that I got from him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I got that same vibe as well. I was honestly surprised at how serious and committed he sounded. Uh, Now it's obviously all just words until the games start, but it's a good sign. I mean, his biggest critics are he doesn't take things seriously, he goofs around too much, so that seems like a pretty good start to uh, an entertaining press conference. It was great, and Scott Brooks was positive about him, and Ernie was positive about him, and it seemed like they all understood what the team needs to do in order to win in the East, and they really feel like we could win a championship this season, which I think is being overly optimistic, but given all the talent that we have, you know, should there be good chemistry in the locker room, I don't see why not we wouldn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So it just depends. Yeah, definitely. The the championships is probably a little far-fetched considering what we would have to go through against whatever comes out of the Western Conference. But I think realistic Eastern Conference Finals and then, you know, the games are won on the court. So if you're seven or four wins away from a finals appearance, that's pretty successful to me in the first year. And I mean, now we have, essentially, we've got two guys in their prime, and we've got Dwight Howard, who is an eight-time All-Star. I mean, the chances are looking pretty good for the Eastern Conference Finals, and he was pretty positive, too. And, you know, something I'd like to play for you, Arthur, is that he was joking about his career, and he made a funny joke about how he moved on from teams to teams. So let's take a listen to that. You know, I started with the Magic. I learned magic for eight years. Uh, Traveled to La La Land. Uh, Learned how to work with rockets. Uh, (laughs) And I went and learned how to fly with some hawks. Got stung by the hornets. (laughs) Just a joke. (laughs) But (laughs) through all of that, you know, it's taught me how to be a wizard, you know. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What I've noticed about Dwight is that he's very charming and he's very, like, funny. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm really excited. I just think the way he handles media is just really, he handles it amazing. Yeah, and honestly, when I heard that joke, I think even to the jokes, people react differently. I saw, you know, people that got upset over it and were like, what type of quote is that like this is our own Ian Evans said that it was cringeworthy and <laughs> I, I, I don't I loved it I, I thought it was I, funny I was watching this with my girlfriend and when he said that she like busted out laughing so I just don't understand why everything has to be dissected like he said that quote and now it's oh my god like I can't believe the Wizards did this there were big name Wizards fans that were like, oh my God, can we redo the off season? Just off of that quote. I'm feeling like you had the same reaction that I did. I was kind of like laughing and also surprised because it was pretty clever what he said. But I don't know, what, 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 how did you react? I mean, some people applauded in the location you were at. So please tell us more about what the environment was like after he said that. 
when I was listening to him, I was very serious. I came into this press conference like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to report on this press conference. I'm going to sit down and listen to what Scott Brooks has to say, what Ernie has to say, what Dwight has to say. And, you know, in all the seriousness, he just cracks this joke. And I'm like, this is so clever. He was just kind of gathering all of his um, obstacles and career, like, you know, the teams that he's been on. And he just, I mean, he made a funny joke out of it. And, you know, he was kidding. So I I think it was very lighthearted, but it was hilarious. Everyone in the press conference was laughing. It was it was really funny. I, I saw well, on Twitter people were confused, but I, I thought yeah, it was funny. well that's that's definitely good that that's what the vibe was because I, I just don't understand why people complain when somebody gives cliche answers, but when somebody gives an answer like this, it's like oh my god, like what's going on? Like I just don't understand. You can never make everyone happy, I guess, but I was perfectly content with what he said. I I, I love it already. I love the just the tone that he's setting and I think this press conference I know before he's had a lot of issues with the locker room but he said you know like someone did ask him about how he plans to come into this basketball team knowing that there's been a little bit of locker room drama and he had like a lot to say and he pretty much said you know we I know that we're all going to have to drop our egos and leave them in our back pockets and just kind of take it from there. And I'll play what he said real quick here. The only way we're going to get through it is together. And, you know, um, it, takes, it takes a lot for that to happen. You know, uh, you really got to put your ego to the side um, and focus on one thing, and that's winning. And a lot of times... Uh, when you have your ego in the way, it kind of stops you from uh, being successful, you know. So I think this team right here, you know, we, we just no egos. Uh, I was once told to put the ego, ego in the back pocket and focus on the front, focus on the chest, which is the team. And uh, I think that's what we got to do. If we do that, we'll be very successful. That mindset is the right mindset for this team and I think it'll be very refreshing and I'm really happy that he said that because when the person asked him that question I was curious to see ooh, like what is he gonna say like knowing that he has all this history of you know locker room drama and he's coming into a team that did not get along that well last season and he seemed to handle that question really well yeah he definitely did a great job again overall I was very impressed with his answers I'm not I I honestly have a clean slate with Dwight Howard I know he has a past but I I loved everything that he said Uh, there was very little things he said the right things especially when you know they mentioned the the locker room issues and how Gortat you know hates the small ball era and how he hated sitting out you know defining moments in the fourth quarter and Dwight Howard responded you know that he was aware of how Gortat his opinions about those things but he was willing to commit to whatever it takes to winning so if that means you know the last five minutes he doesn't play if it means the last quarter he doesn't play because we're going small ball you know obviously they're just words right now but it's encouraging to know that at least he's thought about it so he knows it's going to be presented where 
Scott Brooks is not going to play him because either teams are fouling Dwight or it's just, you know, we can't match up with Dwight on the floor. So it's very encouraging everything that he's said so far. You're absolutely right. And it was kind of awkward when he was asked about Gortat, but, you know, he said, well, I can't speak for him, but I'm going to come in here and I'm going to do what I'm basically do what I'm told and do what I need to do to help this team. And it was really awesome to hear him say all that. And he also brought up how his basketball style has changed over the years and what he plans to do with that. And I think that's very important to mention. And he had a lot to say here. When I came into the league, you know, uh, I was playing against the Shaqs, uh, the Lonzo Mornings, the Jermaine O'Neal's, and it was more so of a physical you know, I'm going to see who's the strongest guy in the paint. It's like an arm wrestling match, you know, for the big guys, you know. And nowadays it's not the, it's not the same game, you know. So it's either evolve, adapt, or get left behind. And um, for me, you know, I plan on playing this game uh, for another good eight years. And in order for me to do that, you know, I have to really, you know, change my game. And it started last season. Um, and last season was probably the most confident I've been, you know, in my career as far as, you know, just doing everything on the floor, you know, handling the ball, shooting, uh, being more of a, you know, offensive threat in ISO situations and stuff like that. Uh, but um, I'm going to continue to work on that stuff. My whole focus is to do whatever, you know, uh, this team is needed. Um, so I know how to set screens. You know, there's not something that, you know, I need practice on. I've been doing it my whole life. And I know by me setting screens and rolling or doing whatever is asked, it's going to open up the paint for or the, the, the threes for everybody else, you know. So whatever is needed, uh, I'm available and I'm willing to do it. And um, that's the only thing that we've been, you know, talking about is obviously a uh, coach wants me to continue to grow as a player, continue to get better and work on those things. Um, but, uh, to not forget the core of what's going to make this team work. Uh, so I'm going to continue to do that stuff. I'm just blown away by him. Every answer that he gave was just so smooth, and you could tell in his voice that he was just so committed and ready to come to D.C. And he's honestly really excited to D- to come to D.C. because he has friends here, and he, he even mentioned that he wanted to retire here. What do you think about that? Like, isn't that so crazy? I mean, the retirement part definitely put a, a smile on a, my face because how many times have you heard somebody come to D.C. in general as a sports town and say, I want to retire here? Right. So, But then again, you know, once time, once people have time to reflect on the commentary, you know, apparently Dwight has said this at every destination that he's gone to. He said it with the Hornets, with the Hawks with the Rockets, so it's just like a matter of, is it is this fluff? Is this just him trying to win over the fans? But I do not have an issue with giving him a chance, and I feel like that is what most Wizards fans need to do, which is stop judging him on what happened before, because as Scott Brooks mentioned during the press conference, Dwight Howard has never played with two All-Stars in his prime. So he's never been in this situation where he's not going to be, you know, the number one option. He's going to be a complement to these pieces. And 
mentality is what is going to get this team, you know, to 50 wins to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, commitment. And I think this is just an ideal start. I don't know how else this press conference could have gone for people to not have changed their minds about Dwight. I'm with you. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. Like, knowing that he's coming in here and he's not going to be, you know, the first option every single time and he's here to assist these two young guys, I think he's going to do great here. Obviously, it's a little bit concerning that in each of his press conferences he said similar things in different variations, but there's no reason why we can't give him a chance. And, you know, after everything that went down last season, I don't see why not. And, exactly. I mean, he can play he can, he can play defense, you know. Like, he's got – he can block shots. Like, he's got things that we desperately need. And if we can get him to mesh with the team – this could be a really good scenario for the team. Like, I'm so excited about it. And Scott Brooks only had good things to say, and he also did mention that he talked to a lot of people around the league, and everyone had great things to say about him, despite what he's, you know, what's happened before in his past. And I'm just really excited to see him play. I mean, this press conference got me hyped up of course I'm always a little skeptical but I can't help but be positive but I think it's important that we should listen to what Scott had to say I love I love the opportunity to coach him you know I I've had been in the league a lot as a a player and as, as a coach I have a lot of guys around the league that I respect and you know I know that Candace said that he's been with a few teams the last few years but I've talked to a lot of a lot of guys that called me and said, "Hey, man, you're going to love him." And, and I asked, well, my, "What am I going to love about him?" And he says, "He's competitive. He plays hard. You don't you don't become the player he is by not doing the right things uh, day in day out. He's an eight-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He averaged 17 and 13 last year. What not is not to like about that? Uh, my job is to make it all work. You know, we have a lot of good players. He's never played with a team that has." two all-star players in the backcourt in their prime. Uh, he's playing with uh, uh, four men that can really do a lot of good things in Keith, you know, pass, shoot, and defend, and rebound, and switch off of defensively. And then Otto. Otto is as good as guy you're going to find as a glue guy that's going to do all the uh, winning things and tangible things. And we have a good bench. We added a lot of good players, Austin Rivers, um, Jeff Green, who I coached and who was a terrific all-around player. You know, Troy, our draft pick, is uh, going to be a, a terrific young player and developing player. So adding him is definitely – we want to play fast. How do you play fast? Um, you don't play fast by getting the ball out of the rim, out through the net. you got to get it off the rim and, and get out and run. He's the best rebounder in the league. And, and able to do that, it creates offense, offense for our, our guys that can play fast, that can shoot. And it gives him an opportunity to – get the ball and you don't have to worry about double teams we have a lot of good players on the court with him so he's going to see some things that he's probably not seen with the players that he's playing with so I think my job is to make it all work and put it all together and I got a couple of months to, to, to think about that with my staff going into training camp I think the most important thing from what Scott Brooks said is that Howard has never been in this situation. He's never been in a situation where he's had two, you know, great guys, all-stars in their prime, like you said earlier. So 
we can't really compare his past to his present because he's never been in a situation like this. And Dwight Howard even admit that in the press conference. So I'm super excited. I, I mean, all I can say from this press conference is that it was just like really refreshing to hear some positivity for once in this um, in this crazy locker room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a different situation, obviously, like we've mentioned, Scott Brooks has also, has also said, and you, you said something earlier that I think is the biggest takeaway that we should, you know, take from all this. This team was unstable last year. This team had locker room issues last year. So although we got rid of what was deemed a, you know, a big reason for those issues in Gortat, and we instead of upgrading to like a, a veteran champion presence, we got Dwight Howard. I still think this should not be something that we hold against Dwight Howard because the issue is still there. But now you're going to start to see what type of leaders John Wall and Bradley Beal are where they got rid of the scapegoat, which was Gortat. You got rid of him. Now bring in Dwight Howard and make sure that your leadership rubs off on him so that he means the words that he said about not playing in the fourth quarter, about doing whatever it takes to win, setting screens and rolling towards the basket, playing with a point guard like John Wall. This is where we're going to find out what type of leaders Wall and Beal are, because if it's the same issues going into next year, this team's going to get blown up. And I feel like I would not blame them at that point because they've tried options, even though Dwight Howard is not the best candidate for this locker room at this moment. It's still a new opportunity and a challenge to our backcourt to really become leaders and show it through the reassertion of Dwight Howard as a force in this league. You're so right. And we mentioned this a few podcasts ago, but for the offseason, what we were really hoping for was a change of scenery, and we certainly got it. I mean, Dwight Howard's here and Gortat's gone, so hopefully they can make the most of him and use him to their advantage, and hopefully everything runs smoothly. And, you know, like you said, only time will tell. So it's crazy. Definitely. I mean, how would you rate this offseason? We got Jeff Green, we got Austin Rivers, and now – Dwight Howard, do you think that we had the offseason that we were looking for, or do you feel like we still are missing some things? I think overall, after this press conference, before any games are played, I think this might go down as the best offseason in the century for the Wizards, aside from, you know, Michael Jordan you know, coming out of retirement and coming here. That was more of like a publicity, like money-making opportunity. In terms of bat winning basketball games, the moves that have been made this year are either going to work out really well or they're going to fail miserably. I don't see any middle ground unless there's an injury, which kind of holds them back, but everything's clicking, which is unfortunate to say because that just means Ernie Grunfeld is going to look really good <laughs> if all this goes down or if all this works out. So... Even though Mike Scott losing Mike Scott hurts because of how like how cool he was and how how much of a, a machine he was when he checked in, 
I feel like Jeff Green brings things to the table that Mike Scott couldn't, regardless of the inefficiency of Jeff Green. And then we have Austin Rivers, who, again, you traded for Marcin Gortat, who did not want to be here, who was making $13 million and contemplating retirement, you know, 20 games into the season. From Gortat to Rivers, that's an upgrade. Gortat to Rivers is an up is an upgrade. And then Gortat to Howard is also an upgrade. So I feel like you're upgrading so far. And then it's going to come down to, will Otto Porter be more involved, whether Scott Brooks incorporates him more or whether he shows up day one and is like, it's my time. I got to start earning this paycheck. You know, John Wall being healthy, Bradley Beal taking that next step. He took one last year and taking that next step into like playing with John and, you know, giving up that ego a little bit. And then, you know, the young guns, Kelly Oubre, what can he bring? It's a bonus what he what he's able to produce because, honestly, he ended the season horribly last year. And Thomas Sadoransky, like, how is he going to react after he got benched in the playoffs? You know, so there's a lot of things that are going on. Overall, I'm pretty content. Um, I know you and Ian did a podcast when everything was kind of, you know, looking terrible where we weren't doing anything. Um, but then, you know, we made some moves and everything is kind of different now. So I'm feeling pretty positive. I feel like everything's going to work out, but it just comes down to the players. I mean, there's talent, there's options, there's depth, there's ball handling. Now it's just time to let it all mix on the court and win some games. Couldn't have said it better myself, honestly. I mean, that's basically how I feel. And I can't wait to see how this pans out this season. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. The press conference was short and sweet and full of positive thoughts. I'm hoping that it carries through the season and just have to wait and see. Do you have anything else to say regarding press conference? No, honestly, okay. it's more of a, you know, as, a, as the fan base. Let's right. embrace Dwight Howard. Let's welcome him to the team. And let's just give him an opportunity. He said all, it'd be different if we can notice visibly that he doesn't want to be here. Or if he, you know, said something completely like, oh, no, I'm looking, I'm coming to D.C. to recreate my career and earn another paycheck. Like, those are things that would bring concern. But, like, based on today, this is step one towards, you know, Dwight Howard becoming a force again. So let, let's just embrace it. It is what it is at this point. And if 2K, if NBA 2K is any hint of how the season will go, I've done two simulations. One season, we won 55 games, and we lost in the first round of the playoffs. The second simulation, we won 38 games, made the playoffs as a seventh seed, and made it to the NBA Finals. So I feel like that's just how even 2K is like, I don't know what to do with this team, even, even though we have all the stats and you know, mechanisms to simulate a season. That's just how I feel about this year. We could go all the way and like compete in the Eastern conference or we can just flop and everything goes down. There's going to be no middle ground and I'm excited either way. I, I'm, I've bought into this season. I need to get 2k and actually learn how to play so I can know what's going on. Cause when people make 2k jokes on Twitter, I'm like so lost so I need to buy 2K and I need to get on top of my stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, 2K, I used to play NBA Live a lot more, but 2K, the the controllers are kind of janky. I don't know, but I probably just suck at 2K. But I'm just now learning how to shoot with Bradley Beal, and that was something that annoyed me a lot because, like, I could not shoot with Bradley Beal. But, yeah, I mean, 2K is really fun for these simulations because it gets you thinking, like, what are the possibilities? What could happen? And, yeah, it's just interesting. It's another way of, you know, gathering information and statistics for predictions and things like that. Well, now I know what to do this weekend. When I'm bored and I have nothing to do, I'm going to go out and buy 2K or have my brother teach me how to play it. So that's on my to-do list. Um, But if you guys are listening and you have something to say, if you saw the conference, if you want to add your own remarks, please add us on Twitter. You can add me at at BeccaMVP. You can add Arthur at District Mamba, and you can add Ian Evans, who is not with us tonight, but he would love to hear your thoughts, at the real underscore E. Wait, am I saying that right? Or is it? No, it's <laughs> the, real, the real Ian underscore E. See, this is so bad. Like, I need to learn. I, I don't know. I think it's the underscore that, like, throws me off. But, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, I don't please at Ian and... You can also at the podcast at Locked on Wizards. And I just want to thank you for joining us on this special edition of Locked on Wizards, which is part of the Locked on Network. And we will see you Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.